back now with Bingeworthy, our look at the best things to watch. Some of the affronts to my taste, my intelligence, and my patience. Who writes this stuff? But it's still, frankly, just bullshit. Sometimes I wish the sound <laughs> wasn't working. it, I quit. Y'all killing me with this Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. That was the worst thing I ever heard. Welcome, welcome, welcome to uh, the season three premiere of Bingeworthy. I am your host, Matt. With me this evening, uh, the irreplaceable Stephen. How are you Good this evening. fine evening, sir? Good evening. Ready for season three to kick off with a big bang? Oh, you got you got some you got some juicy th- uh, things to talk about today. I think so. <laughs> very, see. very good. Um, also joining us all the way from his uh, homeland. Well, not, but in anyway. Either way, Sean, you're here. What's up? Texas is not my homeland. Yeah, First of all, you 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 reside in my homeland, and there is some animosity about the fact that I do not. Um, yeah, I've heard. You know, I will say this about Texas, um, and not to get too political or anything, but abortions here have dropped ninety nine percent in the past year. Impressive. Really? Yes. Yes. That is, that is an impressive rate. It's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. Pretty bad. Uh, no, but anyways, uh, before we came on, I was just sharing some important tips about uh, how to safely professional wrestle your child. Um, <laughs> Any tips for what's the what's the takeaway? What's the number one number one tip? Mm-hmm. Make sure they know how to tuck their chin into the top of their rib cage so that mm-hmm. they can take a bump and not break their neck. Number mm-hmm. one tip. And uh, other than that, just just have a blast. You know, you're, you might you might throw out your hip. You might uh, you might cause some owies. But the important thing is that everybody has fun, and you learn a lesson. No, I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> All right, what's the one move that you? What's your favorite move to do to your son? Um, I mean, I've been kind of a big proponent of the uh the undertaker's last ride because it's an <laughs> elevated it's an elevated power bomb so sure, it's sure, like sure, not sure. only do you get them over but you get them like way up in the air so that's kind of fun and theatrical mm-hmm. um i also uh just because of my love for the nature boy um i love putting him in the figure four leg lock because it allows me to tickle his feet in a way that uh you know he would he consider you know torture <laughs> um fair and uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. You know, I got I got him in the Razor's Edge power bomb recently, which was quite a big accomplishment because we did that wow, safely. Um, so yeah, so we're we're, we're open. Um, uh, Steve asked me to do a Hurricane Rana, and I told him his size and my size uh, that would just end up in a lot of um, trips to the ER. So we're not yeah, going to do someone, that yet. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's not a good one to start with. Um, Last, but certainly not least, Knight, thank you for joining us this fine evening. How are you? Uh, uh, I have nothing wanted to say, but uh, mostly good. <laughs> Listen, mostly good is better than most people. I will say that. So you know what? You're ahead of the game. I'd be better if Honda was home. Aw. Is Honda so... Doggy boot camp? Doggy boot camp. When does he come back? This Friday. 
Okay, so that's not bad. When, you're going to see him on Thursday, though, right? Or do you have to go on Friday to pick him up? Friday. Mm. And you're not staying the night there. You're just staying with a day with him to go, I guess, do the training stuff? Yeah, it's like a two-hour training session. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, it's actually, it's not far. Uh, it's actually relatively close. Um, are I you thought a- it was farther. Are you allowed to visit him during the week, or you have to, like, stay away? No, I even emailed. I was like, am I allowed to visit him? They're like, uh, they used to allow that. Not any longer, because it can be a uh, distraction for the pups. I was like, you know what? I get that. I, I have a question, Knight. Yeah. Say, hypothetically, I wanted to um, reprogram my almost nine-year-old dog <laughs> into thinking her name was not Hildy, but in fact it is uh, Mildy. Could this doggy boot camp do that for me? <laughs> and if uh, so, how long could they do it? How long would it take? Uh, well, the, the course that Honda is going through is actually uh, for aggressive dogs. Not because he's mean. He's actually a sweetheart, but he doesn't know his own strength. So they are changing some of my commands I already gave him. Oh, no. Oh, no. Other commands. So when I'd feed Hondo, I'd always tell him, okay, and then he would eat his dinner or breakfast, whichever. So they're actually changing the command, so maybe? But for a name, I feel like it might take longer. <laughs> I feel like both Tiny Tim and I say the word okay so much because all we do is ask leading questions to each other um, that that's my dog would probably why... lose her mind. Yeah, that's why they're changing the command. <laughs> wow. I, I think you should go to like, get him like uh, to one of those German dog trainers. So then all the like commands sound always like just angry. They just have all these angry German commands. You yell at your dog just for sitting. I mean, I feel like I yell a lot already. So he probably thinks I sound angry a lot already. That's fair. <laughs> this is also fair. Because <laughs> um, he back talks, so I like stop it. <laughs> <laughs> And by back to us, does he mean he just like make those weird? Does he actually bark or does he just make those weird like? All of the above. Okay, all right, fair. I don't even know how to describe them. They're not growls. Like they're, they're almost like whines. Yeah. I don't um, know. I know what you're talking about. He howls too, but to this day, I've never heard him actually howl. He only howls mm. when I'm not in the house. How dare! I don't know. I'm wearing. You deserve to hear it at least once. Yeah. I try to be quiet when I'm upstairs, so he thinks I'm gone, just to hear him howl. He, he's too damn smart. He's like, I know you're there. I'll find you. Fair enough. Um. All right. Well, uh, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> sorry to interrupt your your. Uh, I'm sorry. You're writing your memoirs. I apologize for interrupting. That's um, okay. If you got to the chapter where about the JFK assassination, you know, just just make sure uh, you're only disclosing. Whoa, 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 whoa. okay, wait, wait. No, that brings up a good point, though. I'd like to hear from each of you who you think did it and why. Really? Okay, we'll start with you, uh, Sean. Mm -hmm. Who do Mm -hmm. you think uh, committed the JFK assassination? I'm going to actually defer and wait, wait to hear what everybody else says. Because I've got All some right. very strong thoughts. I'll go first. Fair enough. Steve, what about you? Uh, Marilyn Monroe. Interesting. She actually did it, or she just uh, put the hit out on him? She put the hit paid out for on him. She, she was already him. dead at that point, by the way, Steve. So you no, got to bring her It was a life. dead man's hand. Duh. On <laughs> <laughs> a day of her quote-unquote death, death. An, ex- an execution order would be drafted and sent by none other 
the head of the CIA. And I believe at the time it was Alan Dulles. <laughs> Knight, what about you? Who do you think was responsible for the JFK assassination? Uh, Magneto, because Marvel told me. Ooh, Magneto. Oh, it's not bad. It's not a bad. It's a good one. I'm, I'm actually going to say it was Lee Harvey Oswald. I think it was just him. I think we're all making a bigger deal about this than it needs to. I really don't think there's a conspiracy. I mean, there's, it's not. It's Magneto. So right, you don't right, you, right. you don't think that Lee Harvey Oswald did it at the encouragement or direction of someone? Like he was literally just a madman with a gun who wanted to kill the president. I mean, stranger things have happened. He might have like got you. Who, well, okay, I'll, I'll say this: Who do you think convinced me that I, I believe it was Lee Harvey? Like people who say there was someone else on the grassy knoll, or there's some another shooter. I think it was all Lee Harvey Oswald. Um, regardless, because they proved they've proven multiple times that shot can be made. The magic bullet is not so magic. Um, yeah, you know, and I, 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 I'm mostly with you there. I the thing that makes it kind of hard is um, the fact that he gets murdered like three or four days later. And how, how much of a hit it was. So, I mean, I always kind of felt like it was it was the mob. Interesting. Because of uh, basically uh, a vendetta against the Kennedy family tied to JFK's father back in Prohibition, bootlegging and such. Hmm. Um, Likely. Because Jack Ruby was affiliated with the mob. And so I was like, and then there's also like you kind of like out in like the extra layer of like Jagger Hoover and the FBI, like maybe they allowed it to happen, maybe they encouraged it to happen. Uh, and Does then the mob really have that big of a like, I guess it wouldn't matter because they, but does the mob really have a lot of influence in, in Texas and Dallas? Like, no, but like, I mean, when you think about it, like that was the last time, and this is the reason why that like the president doesn't ride around in an open, you know, convertible motorcade. Okay. Fair. On a beautiful, on a beautiful fall, clear fall day, like it, like I, I walked around there a little more than a year ago when I was in Dallas for work at night, and it was eerie. I mean, it's just a really eerie place. It's like kind of right in the middle of Dallas too. It's very easy to get to, and um, you know, you kind of look around, you kind of, and they have marks on the on the ground. It's actually really cool. They have marks on the ground where you know where the motorcade was, where the limo was, you know, where the first shot hit, where the second shot hit. Obviously, yeah. there are plaques and dedications and memorials. You know, you look at the book depository and like the window where Oswald was was posted up is you know kind of lit up at night. Um, it, it's a very interesting place, you know. And I just think, shut up! I we're not talking about this anymore. All right? Mickey, I thought we were clear. Mickey, what? what are you? You're, you're you're back for season three? Oh God! What do you mean I'm back? I never left. Never left. <laughs> I've just been. I've just been chilling down with, with Mr. Disney. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, so who who do you think is responsible? I told the, you. Uh... I've told. I've already covered this. I don't need okay. to talk about it again. Double jeopardy, right? Well, I'm just asking your opinion. It doesn't <laughs> have to be. I'm not asking for. I'm asking. What do you think? I definitely didn't shoot JFK because he was having an affair with Minnie. That's not what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so that's, that's, that, that's your theory, is that did not happen. That part did not No, happen. definitely not. So who do you think it was? Uh, who's that guy with the big wiener? <laughs> Johnson! <laughs> Johnson! You think Johnson yeah. shot him? Yeah, he wanted to be president. 
So that was the quickest way. Just shoot your shoot your running. Uh, you know, you shoot. Yeah, your yeah. He had he had some friends, and they did it. They, it totally wasn't me. It totally wasn't personal. Based on JFK killing my then wife. <laughs> Mickey, I don't think that. Shut up! Back in your cage, <laughs> Mickey. Why did you let him out? Mister Jizzy told me I needed to give him five minutes every day of yard time. Oh no! Yeah, he's getting soft in that freezer. Maybe I should turn the thermostat down. He's starting to talk a bit more. <laughs> why did you turn the temperature up in the first place? Don't you need to keep, like, to preserve the bodies, like, keep it very, very cold? You ever think that Mr. Freeze wanted to, to off his wife because he just needed to move on? Is that a, <laughs> something you don't own? I mean, wasn't the whole point that he couldn't let go? Yeah, well, maybe I'm ready to let go. Oh, okay, you're ready to let go, so you're not Mr. Yeah. Freeze. Okay. Yeah, um, I need to be my own mouse. <laughs> Well, you know, um, maybe you. Uh, so, so what? What's stopping you from from raising the temperature? Uh, um, I already haven't been convicted once of uh, murdering Mr. Disney. Well, yeah. then double jeopardy. You're good. Oh. Huh. Also, he's Matt, I'm going to go turn up the thermostat. <laughs> he's also been declared legally dead. So you can't kill a dead man. Well, that's a lie. Just like the Kennedy assassination. <laughs> so there is no documentation <laughs> that says he's dead. That's all fake. Uh, Mickey, shut up! Back in the cage. What? 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 How was that? What's it? Yeah, that's right. I'm going to put him back in his muzzle, and then I'm going to turn up the thermostat. I'm really excited to see what episode you guys pick. It better be House of Meows. Anyways, bye! <laughs> well. What a hero. Mickey, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the, the face of a multinational uh, conglomerate that's basically running the world. Um, I'm waiting for Disney to buy DC, uh, WB next. Do you think that's gonna happen? <laughs> With the shit nah. that's gone, nah. I almost believe it. I mean, they're they're consolidating power in a really way, weird way over there. Uh, I don't know. I think they're kind of in for a long war if they want to go with Disney or Disney wants to try and take them. I I'm not I, saying I it doesn't know. happen eventually, but I feel like with a Democrat in the White House, that 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 deal never gets done. Where Disney's buying out everything that the WB or whoever owns WB at this point owns. It's too well, much. Well, it's it's HBO, right? It's it's all war, Time Warner, it's, yeah. And that's just and that just they just merged with Discovery, so it's even bigger, like piece of the pie than that. So yeah, that they would own something like seventy, probably eighty percent of media at that point. I really want to get some ice road truckers on my network, though. Oh, it's ice road truckers. Those those cheap to make, uh, but somehow do well. All those shows like. Yeah. I've seen what's on Discovery right now. It's all nonsense. Um, it's for you to discover the nonsense. You oh. have to discover it. Yeah. Fucking, that, that asshole's the one who canceled, you know, Westworld. And, you know, and it's not even available. I had to go out and buy all the Blu-rays because it's not even available on the fucking service anymore. 
Are you serious? Yeah, they took it off. They took it off HBO Max? Yeah. No more Westworld on HBO Max. And and HBO Max price went up, right? Yeah. They took all my favorite shows and raised the price. I think all the streaming services prices went up. Yeah. Well, Netflix is now offering the lower tier uh, ad-based one because they feel bad for people. So they're going to make you watch ads for six or seven dollars a month. <laughs> oh man! The only one I pay for is Hulu because I mooch off of um, another person's subscription. Ooh, fair enough. I fair enough. That. I respect that. He who shall not be named. Well, you know it's funny because Hulu and Disney Plus are probably merging next year. Well, but Disney already owns basically all of that, right? It's just a deal between. It was like a deal between Disney and Fox, and like Viacom. But other than Viacom. Which is Paramount or Paramount? Viacom owns Paramount. Yeah, I, I feel like it, it was already most of that deal was already Disney, anyways. NBC Universal owns about thirty percent, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. So Comcast owns twenty thirty percent. And as soon as Disney has agreed to buy them out at the end of the year, so that's happening at some point. And when that happens, they'll most likely merge the services because internationally they already are one service. Like it's yeah. just Hulu or uh, Disney Plus is basically Hulu, which probably makes more sense. But that's you know. I guess we could talk about this, right? We're called we're binge worthy. We, we all we do is stream shit. We can talk about this. This is important news. Also, I should get Mickey's opinion next time he's around on our new logo for season three. Is he gonna sue me? Oh, is that the one you're going with? Yeah, we're going with. Uh, well, I was I can't go with the HBO Max one because there's not much on HBO Max anymore. So as long as it has Gone with the Wind, which is the movie that I put on for my dog when I leave her um, for extended periods of time. <laughs> Um, it was just like Wait. a three and a half, four hour movie. Wait, is that a yeah. thing? You put mm-hmm. on a... a lot of people do that. Night, do um, you put on a movie for Hondo? No. Oh, wow. Well, I, I'm gonna presume, I mean, I, I don't, I don't personally know Hondo. I one day hope to know Hondo. Uh, be afraid, Knight. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, so for for Hildy, um, she has extreme anxiety. And so the repetitive sounds of watching a movie that she's ostensibly watched or listened to now, I don't know, three dozen times, I feel like there's some level of comfort in it. Um, She has some really warped views about the Old South and um, human rights, which (laughs) is um, a bit concerning. That's a shame. I went far. You know, um, maybe. Uh, speaking of which, I also got tra- tricked into watching that really new bad Netflix movie with um, what's his face, uh, who was like, "Oh, uh, I have to put down a rebellion. I'll be right back." Yeah, you got it. Wait, what new Netflix movie? Oh, it, it's Edgar Allan Poe when he was at. He got kicked out of West Point, and apparently, it, it was like a bad attempt at like a murder mystery. Oh movie. yeah, that was freaking awful. That was really bad. Did you watch it night? No, this is the first I'm hearing about you it. The first you're hearing of it? Yeah, I think yeah. I want his face to play in it. Um, what's what's his name, Matt? Christian Bale. Christian yeah. Bale, you're right. Yeah, it's Christian Bale. Bale. It's called Christian the Bale Blue a, Eye. Yeah, he's a method he's oh, actor. So he became I mid-ground, no basically became like a cocaine ground, addict, I think. That's That does not surprise me at all. I, I You know what? I, I'm going to back up from Steve and disagree a little bit. I thought it was fun. I wasn't expecting okay. much in a movie where Edgar Allan Poe is a main character in a fiction. <laughs> it, 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 
it was interesting. The actor who plays Edgar Allan Poe, I don't remember his name. He's the same actor who played Dudley in the Harry Potter movies, and he's in Queen's Gambit as, like, the yes. rival slash love interest. Wait, he plays Edgar Allan Poe? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of marvelous. His his um, his um Kentucky accent is, is hilarious and seemingly spot on. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. What did you guys did you did you guys all watch Glass Onion? Because I was talking about that with yes. a colleague today. I love. Yes, movie. I I actually quite enjoyed it. I thought it was a. I I am a little upset that it even has the Knives Out moniker. I think that was a Netflix thing. Yeah, that's because, just to get viewers. Well, because yeah, the first like, one wasn't made by Netflix. No, it was not. And and it, this one like because they signed like a, but the 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 deal they signed like for billions of dollars or whatever some insane amount for two more Knives Out movies. After uh, this one or including this one? Including this one. So I know there's I there's definitely one. one more happening. Okay. Yeah, because I think um, this is a prequel. I don't think it's a prequel. Because he was, he, the Benoit Blanc character was definitely known to the characters in this movie in a way that would make you think that... Benoit Blanc. Well, I mean, it wasn't his first job in Knives Out. Yeah. True. I mean, this one was kind of dated because it takes place during the pandemic, but yeah. we don't actually know when the first one takes place, so I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think I, I will watch a million movies with uh, Daniel Craig doing a fake Southern drawl. Oh, like, my God. I'm sorry. Someone was trying to tell me that that accent was a bad Australian accent. I was like, no. Uh, do you not have you never heard of Foghorn Leghorn? Foghorn because <laughs> that is what that is. <laughs> yeah, the also we can talk about the movie, right? Everybody's seen it, yeah, yeah. Um, and spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen Glass Onion, you should absolutely watch it because it's fantastic. But, um, the fact of the matter, the, the, the big spoiler that Edward Norton is just fucking dumb is brilliant, he just has no idea yeah. what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> Is that because Edward Norton's actually dumb? I mean, can listen, anybody dispute this? I, I'm not gonna lie to you. When I saw a, a him in the movie, I was like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> I'm watch I this movie now. I like Edward Norton. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not dunking on Edward Norton. I, I do I enjoy him. Man, I don't think he's a bad person or anything. But something about no. him just looking at him like. Ugh. I mean, he's, he's apparently he's legit. He's legit descended from Pocahontas, according to that show on PBS. True. <laughs> I like that show. Um, but yeah, like he apparently is a dick to work with. That's why he got kicked off of being oh, the yeah. Hulk. Yeah, he had a big problem in twenty uh, fifth hour too. Oh uh, yeah, Spike Lee joined. Like, and I'm sure I think, I think Mark Ruffalo much better. I like Mark Mark Ruffalo. I love Mark Ruffalo. I'm I'm not saying it was a bad, but like yeah, uh, Edward Norton is notoriously hard to work with. Mark Ruffalo is cool. What they're doing with the Hulk is dumb. Oh my god! Yeah, no, that's just. Um, Phase four hasn't been a very good success. No, I I wasn't a huge Glass Onion fan. I I thought it was okay. I thought it was okay. okay. Yeah, I can kind of. And the reason it was it couldn't, I it couldn't hold my attention, um, like the first one could. And James Cameron actually said something about this in a recent interview, and it and it kind of resonated with me. And it was about like the movie going experience. And kind of how streaming, like premiering movies on streaming or seeing the movie for the first time on streaming when you know you don't have the option to see it in the theater or whatever, 
how that's kind of changed things because I think that if and I saw Knives Out the first one at home like I didn't see it in the theater mm-hmm. I don't even know if that was an option I don't remember, I don't remember when it came out um, I think it came out but, the pandemic yeah okay so but I saw it but like James Cameron was talking about how like the movie theater it's like you go to watch a movie and it's like one of the last places where people will like put down their their devices their phones and they'll just sit there and they'll watch a movie especially if it's good and entertaining and there's like some magic to that and especially now you know when everybody including myself is just horrifically addicted to technology and addicted to their phone addicted to their whatever and um i think about that when i watch movies and like if i watch a movie by myself i have a very hard time just generally just not picking up my phone and kind of doing multitasking or doing other stuff um when i watch a movie with another person at least then i'm kind of more inclined to pay attention but um i i watched glass onion it was like on a friday night like right before christmas and i was transplanting a rubber tree into a larger plant but a larger pot uh you know because i'm poison ivy and you gotta take care of the plants and um i kept i was going in and out of the room i was doing different stuff whatever and it just i never stopped the movie i never rewound the movie i never restarted the movie and when the movie was over and i kind of watched like the most of the third act you know without interruption without leaving i was just like no okay you know it was entertaining and it was fun and i loved daniel craig with his ludicrous southern accent it just didn't hold my attention um also killing off and uh, i guess this is a spoiler can i spoil the uh, mildly spoil the first act of course killing off dave batista early in the movie just kind of really hurt me because i absolutely adore dave batista and i want dave batista in every single movie that's produced but he's also in the rest of the film that's like you know because of all yeah the but and- like it would have been fun if he was part of the hijinks of like who did it and why are we here and blah, 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 blah. Okay, that's fair. However, I don't know I who I'd pick to kill off instead of Dave Batista, but. Edward. I'd kill off Edward Norman. I mean, I was, he was the murderer. Spoiler. I was waiting for him. I'm like, okay, he's going to die. He's going to die. Why is he not dead? Oh. Doesn't that happen in the Clue movie? Isn't, isn't one of the alternate things that, like, the guy who's not actually a character in Clue is the murderer at one point? Yes. It's brilliant. But his own murderer the butler um here's 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 i have i have, I have responses to that a number one fuck james cameron whoa doesn't even know. yeah i will say it again oh, Matt, Matt, you whoa oh no mad oh no <laughs> the man doesn't acknowledge <laughs> his old movies anymore he says i wish i hadn't made them he doesn't like aliens or true lies or Terminator. He says, I can't believe I made those. They were so violent. And I just want to make Avatar movies. <laughs> Fuck James Cameron. And it's unobtainium. I, mean, I hope he shoves it up his ass. Number I two. think it's okay for creators to dislike their original works after they've changed. Not saying that I agree, completely agree with him. But, I mean, as a, like a writer, some of my original works I've written, I'm just like, oh, I hate that I've spent so much time on that. Like, yes. it wasn't good compared to like my newer stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm all sure all of your writing was better than the girl fanfic. Out the window. <laughs> yeah, I, I got I got confused between you and Matt. <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, Steve's Shark Boy Lava Girl fanfic is incredible, by the way. 
it's leaps and bounds above anything James Cameron has wrote, written in the past decade. Um, number two, you Glass Onion was in theaters. I saw it in theaters on opening day. Um, uh, Ren, uh, what the fuck's his name? The guy who directed it. Ryan Johnson. Ryan Ryan Johnson fought tooth and nail to get it into theaters before the Netflix release. Because the reason he signed the deal during the pandemic is he didn't know when theaters were going to open again. But he yeah. he got it so he could he definitely wanted people to experience it in theaters. So people who wanted to experience it in theaters could. And I did. And I actually really enjoyed it. Um, I would argue that, continuing your point, that if you had seen the movie in theaters, maybe you, I mean, again, you you also have your bias towards killing off Batista, which I agree with. Batista was one of the best parts of that movie. But maybe if you had, like, did you really see it if you only really kind of paid attention to the third act? Well, and, and that's the thing. And and so I, and I'm going to bring up one more criticism, and perhaps sure. this is a mild spoiler, so if anyone wants to skip ahead a yep. minute or whatever, okay. um, feel free. The other thing that I did not like about it, or at least that I'm wishy-washy on, sure, is when I watch a mystery especially like a bonkers one like this or like the first knives out or even like pale blue eye like we were just talking about which maybe it's not the best movie but i would i would call it entertaining i would call glass onion entertaining too um in a different way but um the thing that i didn't like was that there was zero chance for me to solve the mystery to put the pieces together that there's a lot of stuff that was either inconsistent or it happened off camera or it was it was like one scene the earlier scene was different than a future scene which was actually reshot and like i'm not super into that and i don't i don't yeah. want to put that on ryan johnson who i i love as a filmmaker and i as much as i don't really enjoy the star wars sequel trilogy in my opinion the best one of those three is last jedi and if they had stuck the landing i think that that film would be looked at entirely different than than it is now. That's fair. Um, hey, I really I, like Ryan Johnson as a filmmaker, but I, I feel like a lot of it was kind of like bad directing, bad writing, decision making. Maybe that that kind of I felt a little checked out. Sean, have you ever seen uh, Murder on the Orient Express? The the newer one with uh, Kenneth Branagh. His name failed. Escapes me. Johnny Depp was in it. Yes, that's the, yes. That's the reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've seen that. What did you think of that one? Uh, not really a fan. Okay, because it kind of it, it, obviously the express is way more darker, but uh, comparing <laughs> no, sorry. comparing that to Glass Onion, I can kind of understand because I feel like they had like the same setup. Not setup. Yeah, I mean like. like I think I like the cast more in Glass Onion. I mean, there's a lot to like about it. And I, you know, I like the acting. I like Edward Norton as like kind of like this foppish playboy jerk that, you know, is just confused as confused as to why Daniel Craig is or Benoit Blanc is there in the first place. Like like I like all of that. And I think that there's some really cool stuff in that movie. And not just, you know, I obviously I'm I'm fan fanboying over Dave Batista who I honestly, if he could just be somehow be in every single film that comes out, I would I would be so happy. 
Um, <laughs> I just think he's like a good actor and a delightful human being, and that just you know. Anyways, um, I think my favorite scene was that whole like opening of the puzzle, and mm-hmm. then her, I'm failing at names today, but she just takes a fucking hammer to the box. Like, yeah, oh, that's, yeah that's the weird. easiest way oh, to yeah. solve that puzzle. That's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'll put it this way: it's if it were on. Or like if I had nothing to watch and I, you know, I do want to give it another try. So I'm not, I'm not opposed to evolving my view about the movie, but I'm trying to think of like the last movie that I saw that like really, like truly held my attention. Cause I, I honestly, the last time I went to the movies to see a, a film, it, I'm pretty sure it was um, the last Thor movie. And I, I took Max. Um so it's been a while, and maybe if I saw Glass Onion, like you say, Matt, in the theater, it would have been a different experience. That's fair. Um, I mean, again, I'm not, you know, I'm just it was it was it was just trying to build off the point you made. Yeah, no, I think it's a good discussion to have though, because I think the way we watch movies now is is drastically changed. Yeah, movies should you know be designed for a giant you know 4K screen when you know half the people are gonna like it's it's hard to to justify all that money spent when half the people who watch it are gonna watch it on their phone. You know, it's it's very interesting. Yeah. You know what they should also do at the movie theaters, especially with like movies that are very very long. They should bring intermissions back. <laughs> When's the last like? What was like the last movie that actually did that? Titanic. I not to idea. not to make Matt mad about James Cameron again. <laughs> Honestly, when I saw Titanic, it was on VHS, so I have no idea. Well, but it's on like um, three VHS tapes, so you kind of yeah. have to have an intermission. Let's let's Google that. See if it's like on last movie with an intermission. That's good. It's like first was time. the Irishman ever shown in theaters? Because that would be a good candidate for intermission. It's a four-hour movie. I don't think it did. I think Kong was four hours too, and that didn't. I mean, I guess, oh, Grindhouse, does that count? Well, it's like a double feature. I don't know if yeah. that would count. Uh, let's see. A, man- a mandatory double feature. Yeah, that's true. Let's take a look. Um, The Irishman, yes, had a intermission. Hmm. Uh, and then also The Hateful Eight had an intermission. Hmm. Okay, that makes sense. When, but, you know, Hatefully, it was only shown in a few theaters. So, anywho. Very good discussion about film. However, it is time to focus on what this show is all about, which is television programs. Are you sure? Program. Program. <laughs> you know I know how to say program. Ram right? crackers. I program, yes, I know. I love saying program. It's because it's fun for me. I can I can I can mispronounce words. I love doing it. I Mind can't stop. I can't escape Matt, my little walking library. <laughs> Irregardless. Um That's all not right. a word. <laughs> Knight, do you have a dice available? Oh, yeah, totally. Well, first of all, does everybody have a show pricked out for this evening? I have two. Oh. Steven? Yeah, ready. 
Night? Do you have a show? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. He's very timid. Where's my dice? Pick numbers. Okay. Matt. Oh. I mean, I don't know. I was gonna say I, I was the last one to pick. Do we do starting over from scratch? Oh, I don't know. It's season three. Yeah, yeah, it's new season, right? Yeah. Matt, it's new your year, turn. New, year. new season, new you. Very good. All right, let me see if it's on Hulu's. Where is it on Disney? We could watch a Disney show. No, I was on... just saying because of their deal. That's fair. Ugh. Oh, now I can't log in. Sean or Steve, do you have an interesting topic while I look this up? Mm. Mm. Steve, who's winning the Royal, Royal Rumble? Oh, this time around, well, they already announced it. Um, they already announced it. They didn't announce he's winning. I know, but they basically, I think they basically gave it gave it away when they said Cody's coming back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Cody. Cody Big Dog Rhodes. And they paid him a lot of money to come back. Yeah. As they should have. Did, have you heard the rumors that CM Punk might be coming back at some point? Because yeah, of I his heard falling that. out because with AEW? Because of, yeah, of what happened at AEW. Yeah, I believe that, but also, he's he's a bit of a dick to work with. I don't know. I guess since Vince is pretty much running the show again, and uh, Stephanie quit. Yeah, I'm sorry. She quote unquote resigned. Um, Wait, she resigned. What what did she do? So okay, so this is basically what happened. Vince McMahon last year gets run off by the board of directors for um, his allegations of sexual misconduct, harassment against multiple women over many years. Collusion. Completely unsurprising. Yeah. Um, so he disappears for a while, leaves the company in, in control of Stephanie and, and Triple H. Um, he decides that he's coming back almost as soon as it's announced that he's coming back and then the board directs him or uh, votes for him to be president again um, or chairman of the board. Stephanie resigns. Uh, Triple H is still head creative, so all the storylines go through him, fortunately, um, at least for now. Um, but Vince is back, Stephanie's out, and... Uh, there's a lot of like people just head scratching. They think that the company is going to end up getting sold to some Saudis or something like that. That's the rumor. Comcast. Apparently, the hold on one second. Just turning my monitor. Apparently, the Saudis like are obsessed with WWE. Like they paid so much money for WrestleMania yep. last year yep. or some some big pay per view, right? They Crown do Jewel. like one big pay per view a year. Yeah. Crown Jewel. Yeah. They so, like had to like yeah. change their laws to allow like the female um, superstars into the country and to perform like that too. Really? Um, yeah, it's a big deal. Like that's that's how much you know that they they like it. Um, as an aside, and this is a funny funny thing, Cristiano uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, who's now playing for a Saudi soccer team, um, the country made an exception for him so that he could continue living with his girlfriend. He's not married, um, his current girlfriend, so they could move to Saudi Arabia. And uh, the joke is, you know, like, girl, like, he's not going to propose at that point to the point where, like, a country has to change its laws for you. Maybe think about what you're doing. Um, anyways, Saudi Arabia, a land of not progress. 
Very good. Oh no, did it revert? Okay. So TV shows? Well, TV shows. So speaking of TV shows, uh, today we are going to be going over uh, the first, keep changes, of my, uh, my, uh, my exploration of one of my favorite TV comedy writers, and uh, that is Tina Fey. And today we'll be watching uh, 30 Rock. Is anybody familiar? Yep. We didn't watch 30 Rock. I, are you sure? How have I seen this show before? Well, that's good if you have seen it. That's it's a, that's a of, leg up for me. It's kind of a ubiquitous TV show at this point. I, I feel like everybody's kind laugh. of been exposed to it. Well, you do not laugh. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna try, at the very least. I have two of these sitcom episodes for you, uh, selected, um, just to give you guys a little bit of background of Thirty Rock. It is a show created and written mostly by Tina Fey, uh, who is, in my opinion, one of the funniest women on the planet. Uh, she uh, basically wrote this after SNL, and it's kind of a back, a glimpse of the, like, I don't know, I, what happens behind the scenes of, like, a live uh, television show. So um, this is one of my favorite episodes um, and up until recently, there's another, re- there's an ulterior motive for picking this, uh, which we'll talk about after, but the first episode I'm going to, uh, watch is season two, episode 11. It's called MILF Island. And it's after the head of the network, Jack, uh, has, has made a hit out of a show with, uh, basically 20 teenage boys on an island with a bunch of MILFs. And uh, there's all this stuff happening on the TV show. And then the kind of like the, the story in the front, they kind of like coincide, which is very funny. Um, anyway, I will save the rest for the episode. Uh, Sean, what are your thoughts on 30 Rock? So I, um, I'm in the uh, Joe Manchin category of I think I'm with you, but you're going to have to make it worth my while. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I... I've seen 30 Rock. I have not seen every episode of 30 Rock. I have never consistently watched 30 Rock. I like the people involved. Love Tina Fey. Love Alec Baldwin. Um, love Tracy Morgan. Um, Jenna, I forget her last name. It begins with a K. Uh, like, there, like there's a there's a very good cast. Like, it's a really good ensemble. Um, I Something about that show just never really jived with me. And... Okay. Um, you know, maybe maybe like too quirky. Um, but you know, I'm I'm open I'm open to the possibility of it. Uh, I will tell you, I don't think I've seen the episode that you're presenting, and the idea that if you're going to sell me on any episode of any show, it being called Milf Island, and um, given my track record in high school, um, Subar, if you're listening, I still love you. Uh, my number's the same, and you should have it in your <laughs> phone. Um. Uh, please call me. You're still listed as Mrs. Robinson in my phone. Uh, yeah. So I'm I'm kind of into that, and I'm interested to see where that goes. Fair enough. Uh, Steve, same question. Thoughts on Thirty Rock? Yeah, I haven't watched it in a long time. Um, I think I'm in the I think I'm in the Joe Manchin camp. <laughs> Give us the oil money. All right. All right. Night. I, I assume you never laughed at the show because you never laugh at anything. Um, That's not true. But 
I was. It's a joke that because that's the joke. And I you, laugh never at mind. funny stuff. You didn't. All right. Oh, what a um, Jesus. Wow. Somebody <laughs> call an ambulance. I think Matt's dead. Ah, <laughs> uh, I think Goofy needs one too. <laughs> Jesus, what'd you do to Goofy? Um. Sometimes when you have a visitor and um. They're they're not settling down, and you waterboard them. Um, you gotta you gotta remember to take the cloth off their face periodically, man. <laughs> Whoopsie doodle. Night. Uh, any other comments? Any comments on Thirty Rock before uh, Mickey uh, is you know admits to more crimes on the air? You know, I can't fully recall it. I just know that she got was getting a new coworker and. That's it. That's all I remember. <laughs> okay. Uh, that is, I love that. That's uh, it's a great synopsis. Uh, with, I didn't fall uh, asleep. I just was forgetful. For, no, I totally understand. <laughs> Season 2, episode 11 of 30 Rock, Milf Island. All right, it seems like we lost to Sean, but we will carry on. Steve, yes. first impressions. Uh, what is first impression of um, uh, Milk Island I really liked. Okay, fair enough. The sandwich one, semi-liked. <laughs> okay, so why was Milk Island better for you? Like, what is it? Is there... Uh, I, I mean, I, obviously, I, listen. I love a good survivor spoof um also her burning her top at that fire was poetic (laughs) (laughs) Um, i had a good chuckle you know the reason i brought that up is because there is uh a real thing on tlc now that there's no way is not taken from this show because it's literally called milf manor it's a real show on TLC. Milk Manor. It's a real thing. Sounds extremely. But I don't think they burn their tops off. No, 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 no. I, I don't think so. But the fact that it exists at all as a reality show on Discovery Plus is uh, it's a little disconcerting. But uh, you know, I I I'd like to I'd like to hope that uh, you know, like when when this came out, it was a parody, and hopefully it's still mostly a parody. But I'm starting to think you know we're heading towards that kind of thing on television. Oh, but anyway, idiocracy. Uh, you, listen, idiocracy is way more accurate today than it was ten years ago. Uh, unfortunately. Um, okay, so Milf Island was a hit, but not Sandwich Day. Night. What about you? <laughs> um so remember that scene i think it's the off no it's not the office uh parks and rec where uh i think it's the the coffee maker is broken and they're all pointing yeah. fingers that's the entire scene i relived watching them who done it trying to figure out who called him <laughs> uh whatever it was that they called him uh class a moron yes yeah that and i was like oh 
this almost could be funny, but <laughs> it's the same thing. It's like hearing, it made me think of like, when you hear the joke, who's on third? Great joke. It's a great sure. skit. But it's not as funny as the first time as people use that formula and then just swap things out. You know, it was kind of funny in Rush Hour 3, but it, it, after <laughs> Rush Hour 3, it's not so funny anymore. <laughs> That's fair. All right. Well, you know, to be fair, this predates Parks and Rec by at least a few years. Oh, yeah. Well, you so. know, I didn't say Parks and Rec was binge-worthy. That is very true. That is very, right. very true. What's that, Steve? Just say you're right. You're right. You're right. All right. So that was the first. What, what, that was Milf Island. What about Sandwich Day? Uh yeah. I Milf is better. Okay, fair enough. You, are you give me any specifics, <laughs> or are you just gonna like no? I hate the whole like, oh, Jonathan's called me back. I I want to make it seem like he's really regret what he left behind i hate that okay and then i know it always ends horribly and just watching the scene of her like i was getting nauseous watching her shove the entire sandwich into her mouth i'm like doesn't even look that good like, i mean the listen, first sandwich was it? was a bigger sandwich than that sandwich she took to the airport for reasons because she ate the entire thing <laughs> in one take Listen, I, I am I am almost positive knowing Tina Fey that she had at least three of those sandwiches while filming that scene. He's it was really disgusting to watch. I was like, <laughs> but mm. all right. Well, um, is it just is that why you're gonna have voted not bitch worthy? Is there a reason is that your reason? Just ugh, sandwich? Or or are you gonna be specific? Well, the sandwich one really wasn't my favorite episode. Like the milk's not even my favorite episode. <laughs> from the beginning him calling her up to the office i was like he already knows who done it and the fact that he wants this other show program to go on that's why he's mentioning it to her so there was no surprise i was very much a we already know what's gonna happen well you didn't like the, the they don't know that tina said it until the very end oh I, no, no no the minute that he was like we gotta Smoke, whatever he said. We'll find out who did it. And he kept mentioning, "Oh, but what about the show? By the way, that I think she would be amazing. And if you wrote it, so, that's what I know. She she said it. Well, to be fair, Jack is Liz's mentor. Like over the years, she wants like she's trying. He's trying to help her because like she's a writer for a show that's like." middling and this biz you know best bit is about a fart machine like you know th this is her chance to make a lot of money and help herself out so nah, i don't wait. think he's doing it w well throughout the entire show he does that he's like here's what you got to do to get ahead in this world but in this specific episode mm -hmm. the way he was kind of forcing it he was like mentioned it by the way i was called this thing by the way, you should also write for this. I think it'd be a great opportunity. And then every time she came back in, I remember when I had this stutter. You need to find who did this to me. Every time she re-entered that office, he was like, oh, no, I feel so distressed. It's like, he knows who did it. He's just He's making her, her. Or making her just freak out. Admit it. 
Yeah, but she wasn't. But well, so it wasn't. It. it was not a big surprise. Like I already know. Like she did it. He's making her sweat. I don't even know if it was supposed to be a surprise. I think it's just funny that he's messing with her. But anyway, um, Steve, what's your vote? Either way, <clears throat> I know it was a fifty-fifty for you. Um, but but uh, what is what is your uh, final decision? Uh, how many seasons were there? Eight, I believe. It held in there. It was on there for a while. Yeah, it's in there. I don't know if I watched. It was a critical season. darling. I don't know how it did ratings wise. Like mm-hmm. it, it kept winning Emmys every year, but I don't know how many people actually watched it. Yeah, I I would say it's binge worthy. I just probably wouldn't watch all eight seasons. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> um, what were you just you just uh, pick and choose your episodes? I would cherry pick hard, like top ratings, IMDb sort. Okay, and then, yeah, fair I use ChatGPT. To write a synopsis for you. <laughs> oh, did you? Did you actually? And then, and then, <laughs> actually, no. I just thought that in my oh. head. I'm a manager. I think of these things all the time. I'm like, yes, the fly. Of course. Of course. So we just just do this, and then go do that. Let's see what happens if I'm gonna try chat. Be, uh... Chat GPT, tell me the highest rated TV episode of. Uh... I'm going to see, I don't know if I ask it to give me a summary of 30 Rock. Connecting, come on. Let me have a verification code again. I did this already. 305-597. All right. So what are we going to ask? Do we want to ask what its favorite episode, with ChatGPT, what its favorite episode of 30 Rock is? Yes, but... But what? Well, I'm trying to think of something it would be funny to use to make it describe it as using somebody's like, like some kind of moniker. Um, Through the perspective of George Bush. It's thinking. It usually doesn't take this long. This was all built up for nothing. I am so sorry. Um, anything else interesting going on with anyone? Uh, do you know, Matt, when the next Dead Space is coming out? Yes, next uh, in less than two weeks, January. Uh, geez, it's like 22nd, 24th. 
Oh, excellent. Excellent. That's actually not too far away. I have also heard uh, a rumor. Uh, I heard a rumor. Umbrella cat? I, I do hear rumors every now and then. It, I'm just going to tell the date real quick. Come on. January 27th. So very, very soon. Ten days from now. Um, I also... Um, I heard a rumor uh-huh. that John Carpenter is interested in doing a Dead Space movie. I mean, the game's been out for over a decade, so I don't know if he's just really slow to play video games or someone just told him like about the remake. He just saw a trailer and was like, I would do that. No, I definitely but, saw that Uncharted movie and was like, I could do something better. Yeah, but he there was already an animated movie that came out. I mean, yeah, but it would be very interesting to see the man who did the thing and, you know, Halloween do Dead Space. True. That could be that could be interesting. I also wanted to just let you know I watched the first episode of uh, The Last of Us, and it was pretty good. Oh, okay, yeah. I wanted to talk about this. Uh, okay. Should we, is, are we in the after show? We can, we can go to the after show. Let me read the chat GPT's response, and then we'll take it from there. Okay. So when I asked it the... As a language model, I do not have personal preference or the ability to perceive things through mm. a pers- speci- specific perspective. However, if you are asking me which episode of Thirty Rock is popular, considered to be popularly considered to be one of the best, many me- people consider Reaganing to be one of the show's best mm. episodes. This episode features a guest appearance by actor James Brolin as a fictionalized version of George W. Bush. Impressive. <laughs> yes, that's the it's learning. Uh, night. Final thoughts. Uh, um, I defer to Steve. All right, Stephen. Aha, I learned something from Sean. You shouldn't do that, night. Otherwise, in the future, you'll <laughs> <laughs> be a sad doodle. <laughs> uh, let me let me take a pause here. I mean, I can ask Chat G- GPT if it has final thoughts. Yes, ask Chat GPT to give us final thoughts in the form of um, either Maury or uh, our favorite TV talk show host for years, Springer Gary Springer. What about specifically? Can get, can get specific. Let's let's say Jerry. <clears throat> Jerry Springer is known for ending his talk show, the Jerry Springer Show with a segment called Final Thought, in which he gives his opinion on topics discussed in the show and often offers advice to the guests and viewers. It's hard to pick one as the best final thought, as it depends on the episode, the topic, and the guest. But generally, his final thoughts are known to for giving moral lessons or telling people to be nice to each other and not to judge others. What are so your what thoughts, So you're saying Steve? is Steve is Jerry Springer. <laughs> Steve, I think that's the best compliment you're ever going to get from Knight. 
It's true. I mean, the man did say, take care of yourselves and each other. <laughs> no, I. That, you're not a bully. I'm just. You, you, just all right, all right, all right. Yeah, what does this mean? Be nice to yourselves and each other. Yeah. Actually, the weekend show where all I do is play country music. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I'm going back on that. What was that? <laughs> I said I should get a, a weekend show where all I do is play country music. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would listen. I can't say about anybody else, but no, good night, everybody. <laughs> all right um yeah i want to get into this this is our only topic of the day i won't keep you guys very long you know, but it's all good listen we're here as a team sometimes to quote jerry springer right you're a transsexual fighting with hermaphrodite over a mistress listen it's it's a complicated world okay it's a complicated world um, I'm sure that's been a topic many a time on Jerry Springer. Steve, you watched Last of Us. I have not brought myself to, although I've heard nothing but good things about the show. Um, did it live up? Do you have did you have any expectations going in? I had no expectations going in. I literally heard from a bunch of people out there saying it's really good. Watch it. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna go in. No expectations whatsoever. I didn't think it was going to be like amazing but at the same point i wanted to like see what see what it had in store okay it's a long it's a long show by the way it's like i mean i'm sure it's at least an hour right it's like it's an hour holy shit for the first episode it's an hour 20 yeah it's an hour 20 so it's a full fucking movie yeah it's a movie that's not a show (laughs) yeah yeah for sure you gotta like be committed to it and um i actually really enjoyed the first episode okay did you ever play the game detail. um i'll be straight with you i did not play the game but i've okay. seen enough twitch playthroughs and everything else that i know what the game is that's fair that's very fair um so it it, it was was it good independently or kidding or is it like a pretty good retelling it's a good retelling, and it's a good. It's actually m- minus a few debatable things. It's pretty faithful to the overall idea and the concept of the game, right? Uh, okay. To me, the changes they made, including Sarah, made no material impact to the story. Interesting. Which to me was was good. I I don't really mind. There's a bunch of also Easter eggs in the episode, which I went through on a YouTube video earlier that oh. make references to the game. It's really good. Interesting. Okay. So yeah. regardless, it's faithful to this, or at least it's it's shows reverence to the source material, which is something can't say about a lot of video game adaptations these days. It's a um, lot of, there's a lot of uh, there's also a lot of thoughtfulness given to detail. If you pay attention throughout the story, too, one thing I would keep it say is time is a big motif in this mm. episode. Okay. Okay. Um, Knight, do you have you've played Last of Us, right? No. Any you have no interest? I oh gosh. I mean I'm just wondering. No, no, no. Just... It's 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 yeah, just like I literally just had this action, right? I had this this conversation with the another friend the other day. Mm-hmm. I'm not big into zombies. I'm not scared of zombies. I'm just tired of it. I know okay, they're not fair. exactly oh, zombies. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get you there. But they're kind of like similar, so I'm just like this is I'm tired. I when I was younger, my siblings were just like, We're gonna watch a scary movie. So here's 
The Living Dead, Shaun of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead, all these zombie movies. And they were gross and gruesome. And I was like, okay, I'm just done. <laughs> wow. That's it. So when Last of Us came around, I saw playthroughs. I saw my friends play it. I've seen stuff on YouTube and Twitch. Never watched the whole thing just because it didn't hold my attention. Not to say it's a bad game. It's just not for me. Um, Fair enough. My only thing, and I'm probably not going to be watching the movie. I well, did it's see... a TV show. It's not just the movie, apparently. <laughs> it's just the first episode is a, t- is a, is a movie. It's like. a movie. Well, I meant TV show, but I still had hour and 20 minutes still stuck in my head. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I saw some like still clips of the, some of the characters. And one of the characters that showed up was put side by side to the character in the video game. I was like, mm-hmm. who is this person? And I looked at the, the video game character. I was like, okay, so they have the same shirt. Oh my god, it's the, it's supposed to be the character. Not just the show. I'm getting so frustrated when the movies and TV shows are being adapted adapted, excuse me, um from video games or other mediums and they don't look like the characters. Yeah. It seems like especially because <clears throat> I believe both models are based on real people, correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think like, Ellie, who they based it off of, was too old to do it. That's why they couldn't get her casted for this role. All right, fair. And I think Pablo was like fairly close. I think. Well, Pablo's a name too, so um, yep. like I think, and that's what I want to address with Knight's point. Like the whole idea that you know um, these uh, they're not like going with someone who looks like the character they go with a name because that's going to sell tickets and because video game adaptations don't necessarily do well in theaters unless you have a name attached so you know hence we have uh an attempt or zero or almost no attempt at a italian plumber accent you know for mario and uh chris pratt so well i think i'm even more frustrated because i just saw around the same time i saw the clip I saw a trailer for Gotham Knights. Not the video game. Oh. The TV show on the CW. Oh, there's a live action. Yeah. I'm like, who the fuck is that? Who the fuck is this? Who the fuck is this? Nobody looks like their characters. I think I have a clue to one of the characters who ends up in jail, I guess. Or at least, like, overnight. I'm like, what? I mean... Since he's in jail, I'm going to assume it's Jason Todd. Yeah, but the okay, person who, if you guys haven't played the video game, I mean, I haven't played the video game, but I know what happens. Uh, Batman dies, and the person who takes up the mantle is supposed to be Dick Grayson. Motherfucker is blonde. <laughs> Why is he blonde? I'm watching. I'm supposed to be watching Dick Grayson, not Fred Jones. Wow. And then they have a new Robin in it. Which I guess is supposed to be like a nod towards uh, the female Robin when uh, Batman comes back from retirement. Um, and it's supposed to be the, the female Robin with red hair and the, like the green goggles. Mm-hmm. No red hair because they're still not having original redheaded characters in it. Um, 
and there's another person but i just i don't know who it is <laughs> and i'm like i what i i watched the shows i read the comics who the fuck are these people because they don't look like these characters <laughs> now matt I mean, that being said how do you feel that nick offerman is gonna be in a whole has a whole episode dedicated to him i i love nick offerman he's one of my favorites i i am currently drinking his scotch well not at this moment but it's in my other room and um big fan of his work in both on and off screen and um i am intrigued to see he was not in the first episode though right no they i think it's like episode three okay and is he based on a character from the game yeah because nick offerman looks nothing like anybody in the game yeah apparently he's supposed to be based on well so it's it's it goes to knight's point that they're just they're then they're not like now knight actually i want to is uh the person who's playing uh todd a um or dick grayson sorry uh the blonde guy is he a name is he like does he see him in anything is he from other no. stuff no uh, he's playing so they didn't even get a name they just like they right just, like, and the the girl who i didn't recognize from the last of us is supposed to be the girl his daughter who dies and oh really? I'm, yeah, I'm like, who the hell is this character? And I'm like, oh, it's supposed to be her. Well, she's the first character we see in this game. I didn't even recognize her. So there, there, there. This show takes place in the in between time. Before, like, uh, the the actual game takes place. That's so weird. You know who I wish I, I don't know who the character is, but the the clip, the picture that uh, Steve shared. I need to get the actor's name. Um. Oh shit! You guys ever seen the movie Night's Tale? Of course I have. Yeah. Oh, okay. The Heath yeah. Ledger movie. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, Where they yeah, used Queen songs been... in medieval times. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it was a beautiful game. It was a beautiful movie. I wish they <laughs> got... I, I ended up looking up the actor's name. I wish Mark Addy was playing that character based on the clip from the video game. That's okay. who I see. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Nick Offerman doesn't look too far removed from him. Um, You know, I can see it. Honestly, if they just clipped up his beard, like he would still, he'd look like the character more. That's fair. That's fair. Sean, it's not a bad cast. Okay, all right, two three. That's that's fair. Um, Sean, we were just talking about uh the Last of Us television program. Okay. Um, uh, so I'm I'm guessing you have not played the video game, correct? I have not. I have. I don't even know if I heard about the video game. Um, okay. Prior to the series, which sorry, y'all, I know that's probably blasphemy or something. I don't know. No, I don't. I'm just. I'm wondering because, like, as for video game adaptations, have been widely, you know, just kind of poo pooed in in most mainstream media, and uh, both Steve and like everyone is giving the show universal acclaim oh. after one episode. Okay. And um, it's one episode that's also a movie. It's an hour and twenty minutes for this opening episode. Yeah, but everybody loves it, and even Steve said, who's never played the game but watched the game, 
was very enjoyable. So I'm wondering, do you have an opinion as a complete outsider? Um, yeah, so I definitely want to watch it. Um, you know, it, I, I love Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Um, and uh, Bella Ramsey, say what you will about the last few seasons of Game of Thrones. I don't even know if you guys watched that show far enough in to find out, you know, who she is, what her character is. Um, for a child actor, I think she was probably one of the highlights um, and probably one of the better surprises of the last few seasons of Game of Thrones. I was like, she has some scenes with some emotional weight to them. Um, okay. You know, so I was, uh, I heard about that series and I was looking forward to it. You know, production value looked really good. Uh, promos look good. So I'm, I'm definitely interested in watching it. Um, you know, but other than that, I haven't actually sat down. I didn't watch it when I came out on, I guess, Sunday. Yeah. Um, so I'll probably get to it, you know, maybe later this week or over the weekend. Fair enough. Um, but I am, I'm looking forward to, to watching it. Okay. And yeah, I've heard great things from people. So yeah, um, like everybody apparently, and I'm, I'm blown away by this because it's a video game adaptation, which, you know, but anyway, um, this brings me to the second point that Knight brought up a very interesting point, uh, rant, if, if you will. And, and then, you know, about how, uh, uh, casting in adaptations, be it comic book, be it video game, be it whatever, have straight away from even resembling the character. Uh, and that, as you put it, what, um, uh, just talking about the Gotham Knights example, and I think it's something that, you know, at least Sean would know about, so. I actually don't know anything about Gotham Knights. I just saw yeah. the, the trailer recently, and it's just, it's for the CW, so it's not going to do that great. Say <laughs> <laughs> what you will, but a lot of those shows, I mean, Knight, I know you are a fellow Smallville fan. That show stayed on the air for 10 years. So I mean, it was good then. That was the WB, and then well, it was it switched to CW halfway through its run. But if you want to split hairs over it, um, <laughs> no. I, so what's what's the deal with with Gotham Knights or whatever it's called? So I this I saw the trailer. From what the trailer I saw, Batman's dead, um, and they're trying to figure out who killed Bruce Wayne. And they have, um, and I haven't looked into it until just now, so I'm going up based off of what I know before. Um, it looked like Dick Grayson was in it, who's supposed to take a um, take on the role of Batman, because that's what happens. Um, take the mantle. Yeah. Um, he's a blonde. Don't know who that is. He's a blonde. Um, huh? That's interesting. I would not expect to have an emotional reaction to Dick Grayson being something that's not dark hair but okay right and then um they have, they have um the robin carrie kelly robin um Is she, please tell me she's redhead no she's not ah. which they did again they did that with barbara gordon when they were trying to do a background movie i'm more okay with that i'm a little more okay with that well it got canceled so <laughs> Yeah, I know. But along Bridget. with everything else that WB touches, so you know. Yeah, so like I don't recognize any of these characters, and I just had to look it up, and it's not Dick Grayson. I'm it's looking not. at the Wikipedia page for it right now. It's not. 
they created they like created a it's turner hayes that's the name of this character they created a daughter of joker like doula well that's the thing she's a thing okay Um, she was not a part of gotham knights at all this new character is turner hayes okay he's the son of Bruce Wayne. They specifically made him for the show. Oh. He's Bruce Wayne's adopted son. I guess that's their way of getting around because some people don't like Titans. Oh, because you have you have Dick Grayson, Jason Todd, um, and Tim Drake all are in Titans. Um you also have a, a living Bruce Wayne um in Titans as well, although he's retired. But like, why um, would you make this show when the game's been released? I that follows the character, the accurate characters. Well, WB and and DC are always really weird about how people can use Batman, Superman, mm-hmm. a lot of their rogues galleries. Like, yeah, you know, obviously Superman is on Superman and Lois. Which have you watched that show? Of course. Yes. I enjoy it. I find it enjoyable. Um, it has its moments. Oh wait, yeah, I, no. And I, <laughs> I was thinking of stuff from the nineties. <laughs> that's exactly no, what we're talking about. about. <laughs> that's Lois and Clark. Yeah, I, I, I didn't watch. I don't watch the new one. <laughs> I've I found it enjoyable. I think that like, of the Arrowverse shows, it probably is the better written, better acted version of them. Um, you know it it kind of does something similar to Smallville and it focuses a lot more on family dynamics than just straight up like superhero shit I've, I've already seen that in well yeah so fine that's fine <laughs> um, I had a follow up here that just fucking eludes me did we already vote on on 30 Rock yep, yep. what happened no Steve liked it Knight didn't Okay. But, but so, did you stay for at least Milf Island the episode? I got most. <laughs> I, I experienced most of Milf Island. Um, <laughs> what are your thoughts on what you saw? The same things that have always kind of bugged me about Thirty Rock still bug me about that episode. So, okay. I I would have I probably would have abstained from the vote had I made it back in time for that. But I would tell you that my answer probably would be no. Okay. It's a little too quirky for me. Um, and as I've said for previous shows that I've kind of like been like not so high on, like I get that the music fits the quirkiness, but the music of 30 rock always just kind of irritated me. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Um, and that's, you know, if it were like an, in my opinion, like a, I really enjoyed everything else about the show. I wouldn't let that like affect it, but it sure. kind of just takes me out of it a bit. Um, I do love Tina Fey as both a, a actor and a writer and I, you know, behind whatever she wants to do. I think she's great, but just in terms of it's like, it's just not my cup of tea. Fair enough. Um, the other reason I picked that episode specifically um, was the, uh, the fact that there is actually now on discovery plus a show called MILF manor which is eerily similar to a parody show. You know, I mean, again, 
I hope the they're not literally burning their bras in a bonfire. But there is a show on Discovery Plus called Milk Manor. That's not that's not a parody. It's it's not a, a parody. It's a reality show. It is a reality television program. And how how many milfs are in this manor? Well, let's let's take a look. We have we can take a close look at the show. Hmm. Do you think the writers of American Pie get get credit every time or get like a little kickback every time someone uses that word for like mass media? <laughs> I mean, you'd have to think so, right? Because I mean, they they probably didn't innovate it, obviously, but they probably popularized it. Sorry to interject, but I uh, interject. I said that wrong. Um, I must go. Very good. Um, well, I hope uh, everything goes well and you see you get the Hondo back. Tell him we said hi. Oh. And uh, do you have any parting words of wisdom for us? Please make characters recognizable. <laughs> Hurts my brain. I'm sorry. Night, let me know if the if those people can actually convince my dog that her name is Mildy. Okay. I definitely will. Alright. Bye guys. Night. Good night. Bye. Alright, so let's watch this trailer. Good. Now that night's gone, we can talk, talk about Miss. <laughs> Alright, let's see. Here we go. Life has given me some curveball. I think it's my time to find love. I was married for 14 years, but I want to get a chance to do me a little. Young men have much more energy. They think out of the box. I want that. Especially in the bedroom. <laughs> I am in this amazing, beautiful mansion here in Mexico. This is a perfect place to find love. Welcome to the villa. You're about to embark on a dating experience like none other. Let's go. I have an extremely high libido. Is that too much saying I have an extremely high libido? Should I just have said a high libido? Ladies, where's all the men at? I'm ready to connect with somebody who doesn't really care how old I am. I'm just looking to have It just got real. Now, how old are the MILFs? Ooh, good question. That is a it's very a good question. And I'm wondering if the twist is what I think it is. If it's just the kids. What do you mean if it's just the kids? Like each one of these, you know, is a, is a mom. So maybe yeah. they got their kids and they're going to hit on the other the other moms. Oh, that'd be fucked up. Oh wow, and that would be figured out right away. You know, that would. I don't feel like that's like a much, much of a, reveal. I feel like that's like, you know. Yep, that's exactly it. Oh, gross! That's just. Oh, three. A new form of. Please stop that. Um. <laughs> We don't need to give uh, Fox and Friends any any free press. No, sorry, um, I was I was just trying to get this article. I wanted to, but it is. That's really um, messed up. That's just to cause more drama with the milfs. I bet, like, get your hands off my son, kind of shit. But worse. 
unless it gets like really fucked up and there's like some Oedipal stuff going on, that'd be interesting. <laughs> but I'd like to point out that TLC stands for the Learning Channel. Actually, probably much like KFC, it's probably just stands for TLC now. That's true. There's no more learning to be had. All right, let's see if this is this is the big <laughs> My special woman has to be older. And I'm here in paradise because of love. Oh, here we go. Whoa. Yes. Hey. All right now. So curious. Can agree to this, though? I, find here. I mean, this oh, is it. All of my moments have led me to this one. And hopefully there's somebody here that is going to be interested in me. I can be interested in them. What's going on? Wait, there are moms? Holy Oh, they didn't tell us they were moms. Even though it's in our contract. I know, it's gotta be, like... Holy fuck. This is sick. Yeah, the entire Twitterverse lost it, apparently. Uh, <laughs> I didn't... Now I'm learning all this information as we're doing this. I, not, I did not plan this. I just wanted to bring up the show because I heard about it and it fit with MILF Island from 30 Rock. This is absurd. So what, pray tell, does one do if you're very much interested in MILFs and yet sure. your own mother is no longer living for you to take her on this show? <laughs> you advise finding a random MILF to pretend as your mother, perhaps one you are not interested in pursuing, because that oh, would make the show really it. awkward. I like it. I think I think you I think that's probably what ends up really and I think that's would you post like a personal ad, young man <laughs> MILF to pretend to be mother so man can land other MILFs? Good God. 100%. I mean listen. I, I, I think I need to write the producers of this show a letter because I think I've got some big ideas. And, um, <laughs> All right, if you were going to do... Season so, two, when I yeah. Chris Harrison myself into that show and have a 20-year run as, like, the premiere of MILF Manor. <laughs> I would have some medical right. issue that I would pretend I'm some Civil War general. I wonder where next show they are. Probably, like... Forties, maybe. They call me Vernon Sherman. Fifties. So they have to between their be they're between forty and sixty, and they're okay. seeking love with single men old. in their twenties. Yeah. So, Sean, if you were pitching a season two of Milf Manor, mm -hmm. what what what's your what's your what's your pitch? You, well, you I, be I, involved. I need to know. I need to know a few things. First thing I need to know is if. Um, there's like a, a way that you get like kicked off, kicked out of the manor. <laughs> you know, like what are the ground rules? Like, is it something like you have to find a partner to survive, even if it's like week to week, and you kind of shift? You know, um, if your mom gets kicked off, or if your son gets kicked off, do you get kicked off? Um, you also have to figure out, uh. You know, do you bring in more MILFs and sons at different points? 
That's fair. Also, is there going to be a Dilf Manor? There's definitely a market for it. Oh. Let's get a Dilf Manor going. Um, you know, like what, every episode, do you have like structured group dates? Do you have like one-on-one -on -one dates? Like, I'm basically thinking like if this were like kind of like part of The Bachelor, like take some of those elements because you got to kind of give it something because otherwise it's just a bunch of really trashy people sitting in a like, you know, Trump-esque trashy resort just being terrible. And that's, that's not going to hold like millions wow. of people's attention. That's like a little too niche. Apparently the show is loosely inspired by the sitcom 30 Rock. <laughs> Good. Loosely, we just took an outline of the show and uh, applied it according to the wiki. So it's it's um, literally just some like coked up producer just watching Thirty Rock, going, "That's it." <laughs> We're gonna get Milf Hunter next, which is the I don't know if you saw that one. That was on the show too. No, I think I missed that. Oh, here, let's see if I can find a Milf Hunter clip. Oh, sorry, it's Bitch Hunter. Milf Hunter's an actual <laughs> porn site. All right. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Gotta hate this one. The only reason NBC picked up the girly show is because of the flack they got from women's groups after airing the action drama Bitch Hunter. So uh, this is tied to it, maybe a little bit, moving away from MILFs for a minute. Sure. Uh, a colleague of mine and I have been commiserating a lot recently about how terrible lawyers are, given that we're lawyers and that's all we deal with. Fair. And so I have this idea for a reality show uh, that cannot be made in America and must be made in international waters of some sort, perhaps a privately owned island, not affiliated mm. with any government where you take the idea of most dangerous game, but the game are all lawyers. I mean, would they, how, how fast would they start backstabbing, backstabbing each other? Oh, immediately. It would start before the game even begins. <laughs> would they try to litigate themselves off or would they like just go for it, hands down, just like start destroying each other? I don't know. Maybe there can be like some rounds, kind of like Legends of the Hidden Temple. Okay. Like you get to the Temple Games, but it actually, once you get to the Temple Games, you don't want to get to the Temple Games because it turns into a full on snuff reality show. <laughs> you know, like if I were, if I were a dictator of a small country. Sure. That maybe had some natural resource that like the West, you know, the developed world would not want to mess with me. You know, they're like, this guy, he's a lunatic, but, like, he's got that stuff that we really need, so we, we don't really want to fuck with him. Like, we're just going to let him do what he wants. Mm -hmm. I feel like I, I would probably just end up most dangerous gaming. I would create, like, <laughs> Hunger Games. <laughs> but it wouldn't be for any, like, greater, like, societal thing. It would literally just be pure blood sport. I would turn into to Commodus. <laughs> 
who, by the way, setting aside that that was his sister, did like himself a milf. That's fair. He had some other issues, though. All right. I got to go eat before it gets too terribly late. Is there anything else we need to cover in this uh, inaugural episode of season three that is uh, shaping up to be a hard one to beat? No, I, I mean, just what a, what, a, what a humbling experience today was. It's, it's been it's been an experience, right? Um, it's an experience. Sean, any uh, any final thoughts for us? Um, I, I'll just close with a question and um, all you uh, 90s kids, millennials. This is for you. Got MILF? Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>